back to the Sully versus Sean Sports Show. I'm here with Sean. What up, man? Hey. So we're going to jump into this week three recap here. What a wild week three it was. Where do you want to start, Sean? You want to start at the obvious game, Niners, Chiefs? Well, the overall loss of Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to change a lot of people's projections on this entire season. And it just, like, sucks because it's different in the sense of he's gone so early in the year that everything is going to be just, like, a complete waste for the 49ers. A bunch of teams are now just going to stomp them. It's going to overinflate some teams. So, well, we'll see. Like, this could be a change of fortune in a different way for the teams that drafted quarterbacks this year, the Browns and the Cardinals, uh, shifting to their rookie quarterbacks. So, um, it's, uh, and it's just also going to show, like, with the Bills and the Vikings, like, there's very little separation from the best and the worst. Like, this is not Alabama versus Georgia Southern. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to go game by game here, Sean? You want to just get into it with each game? That was just the overall thoughts here, but... Yeah. Let's go game by game here. Let's. You want to start Thursday night game, or you want to just give that awful Thursday night game? Well, just a couple points on it is uh, Baker actually coming through. I do like what I saw in general from him. I don't think that he's going to dazzle the world, but I do think he's going to have a good matchup against the Raiders. Oh, yeah. And yeah, for uh, sure. that will work out well for him next week. But um, And we'll yeah, talk more I mean, about that when expected. we preview week four. Yeah, it was kind of expected. Um, just yeah. seeing Baker come in and do such a change of pace, Tyrod looks so bad. And Sam, they had to. And Sam Darnold is such a gambler, man. He, he's making risky throws. He's just like, I'm going to fit this in. And it's like, I get it. Like People like that about Brett Favre. That's what Brett Favre used to do. But as a rookie quarterback, that's kind of tough to do when you're a rookie. You know, you got to play it a little bit more safe, I think, for Darnold. Uh, next game, Sean, Bills-Vikings. What a shocker that was. No one saw this come in. Josh Allen's coming out Josh party. Josh Allen looked like a superstar. I, I told you Josh Allen was not going to look bad, and you didn't believe me. I told you that. That's yeah. all I have to say on that game. Josh Allen looked fantastic. I think that's the Bills outlier game. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's probably you, you kind of called this too. You're like, the Vikings could be looking ahead to Thursday night against the Rams. And yep, that's that's exactly many, what they were doing. Too many things. Like, and Dalvin Cook was out. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook was out. I mean, I don't think he's that big of a game changer to their offense, but yikes, Kirk Cousins looked bad. Uh, next game here, Sean, you want to jump into Giants-Texans? Yeah, there were some uh, pieces from that I was excited about, but also some pieces I was very annoyed with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Texans, man. That's, this is 0-3. I mean, I think it's their line. Their offensive line has been yeah, horrendous. It's atrocious. it's atrocious. I mean, the Giants' offensive line is atrocious, too. They're starting Eric Flowers, who who basically got replaced by the third-string tackle. On but, the, uh, he's been terrible, that, and he's a top-ten pick. That's been like uh, a weirdly known thing on the Giants' side. Yeah. Um, the Texans did, uh, like, they're falling into that five-man rush trap, and which I think is stupid against Eli. Um, because it's not like Eli is going to run around and scramble on you. So yeah, you have you to blitz him. Are you trying to collapse the pocket a lot quicker? But you're not going to do that with four versus five. Like you have yeah, to up sure. it to six, like in a full blitz. Yeah, they got to um, bring linebackers, corners. They got to safeties. Bring them. Yeah, because otherwise, like their DBs are not like what they were two or three years ago. So they really kind of stick themselves in a tough spot. I'm not sure exactly where they're going to come out of that um the defense it, maybe they're going to start rallying behind him jj watt he 
He looked a little bit better. Yeah, he did. But Clowney still looks lost. He just doesn't. He looks like he's lost a step or is still trying to get it back. Uh, I'm just not sure what the Texans think they're going to be able to do. That was at home. So yeah, I'm and not that sure was against a pretty weak Giants team, and Saquon Barkley carved him up a little bit. I told you he would. Uh, yeah, I mean he did. Yeah, Odell Beckham didn't look great, but he. I I don't know. It was just it's just a weird game for them, and I don't know how they're going to rebound from that. And their offensive line is horrendous. It's like David Carr offensive line status right now. Yeah. It's and it's not look it's not gonna be good for Watson if that holds. You know, they they gotta make some significant investments into that line and get better there. Yep. It was uh interesting that the the Texans were just looked at by so many people as Super Bowl potentials and favorites. I mean, I thought they were a playoff team heading into the season, but I guess not. <laughs> I thought they were uh, like a wild comp. Yeah, wild, wild card. card. Contender. Yeah, that's what I thought. But um, like, there is nothing that is jumping out other than the passing game in their offense. For sure. Which is ironic because like two years ago in Houston, there was only a running game in defense. Yeah. And now there's only yeah, a passing, passing game, game and nothing else. <laughs> so at least Bill Bryan's kind of done his job. Yeah, I guess, but he forgot about everything else. Uh, next game here, Sean, Redskins-Packers. The Redskins came back to life again in week three after just dying out in week two. I don't I don't know I think, what's going on with think, them. No, I, I, again, like it, they are going to take some time to adjust with a new quarterback. This didn't surprise me as much as people thought. You um, had them winning by two touchdowns against the Packers? No, like I, I, the win, like they controlled yeah, it. Yeah, the, the win is not as surprising, but I, two I touchdowns feel like they were like, That's no but they, they were like dominant me. in this game. They were like dominating the Packers. Yeah, that, that is that what, surprised me. That didn't necessarily surprise me. I knew Aaron Rodgers would have to come around and like screw around and like the Redskins have been out in that weather all like, you know, that's yeah, their home was, turf. It was raining, yeah. So all that in, encompassed with, you know, Aaron Rodgers hobbling around that team. Not we talked about this before last week. Like that team is not good. Yeah. Like Washington is good. They just need to adjust to the new quarterback. That's where like That's when they're at home, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. That's why in my opinion it would have taken a miracle for Green Bay to actually win. Uh but I'm not putting I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers on on those things anymore. Yeah, for sure. So like <laughs> this over this game overall didn't surprise me. It actually went almost exactly like kind of how I thought, just a little bit more in Washington's favor, but I think the two touchdown win like kind of overstates what what it was like yeah they controlled the game but like there was always that Aaron Rodgers factor looming over them which is why and I give Jay Gruden credit is he kept the pedal to the metal and kept controlling the game and then actually controlled and pounded the clock in the second half yeah because they didn't give up when they were up 21-0 like they were they were throttling yeah and they showed no mercy so I give the Redskins a lot of credit on that they're looking um that like that above 500 team that I was kind of hoping they'd be um again again just because they're able to adjust without you did not think they were going to be above 500 team well like i said a seven like i think they were going to win seven games but like they could win nine if they jump quickly all right all right all right fair uh we can kind of skip this one sean we can just cry for the next 30 seconds about jimmy garoppolo 49ers chiefs oh man Jimmy G out with the torn ACL, and that's yeah, all. We, that's all we're gonna say about that game. Let's move on. Well, uh, just, no, Sean, no, we're not gonna revisit the wound. We're uh, not gonna reopen it. Brita is unfortunately gonna take a big hit for the rest of the season. Yeah, he for sure. Probably gonna yeah. be really good. I mean, he's already banged up. They're saying he has a knee sprain. Um, and play every Chief every week. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Raiders, Dolphins. The Raiders did the most Raidery thing, almost brownie, brownie, brownie-ish. 
thing? Browns thing? I don't know. No, that's a Raider thing. The it's Raiders a Raider thing. trademarked it before the Browns. Okay. Back. All right. All right. We'll, we'll keep it with the Raiders. And they found a way to lose this game yet again, even after Jordy Nelson almost put up two, 200 yards receiving, I believe. And, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, Dolphins got some speed on the outside, and that's what they used to their advantage. They, they barely ran the ball. They were running, like, outside screens to Albert Wilson, running, like, swing plays to Jakeem Grant. Yeah, they were using their speed. Had that great game. Yeah, Albert Wilson. I mean, it's only because he threw for a touchdown to Jakeem Grant. He threw for a touchdown. He caught a 74-yard touchdown. Yeah. He was all over the place. Yeah, he is a speed demon, and the Raiders don't Adam look... Gase carved out that perfect role. Yeah, he did. I I think Jakeem Grant's got some speed, and he's a... Uh... Yeah, Grant's the one that it, like, looks dangerous. He looks dangerous. Um, like, he looks Tyreek Hill dangerous. It, it's like... He's not uh, quite there, but he looks Tyreek Hill dangerous. I think this was Adam Gase's kind of uh, ace in the hole for letting... Like, getting rid of Landry. Yeah. Like, with already having Kenny Stills, signing Amendola, already having Devontae Parker in the background, and then going out and signing Albert Wilson, I was like, oh, they must have everything that they really want. But I've heard a little bit about Jakeem Grant, so... Yeah, it's interesting. Let's see how he keeps using them. Uh, and the Raiders just look awful. God-awful. Like, they, they may be headed for, no, like, a... They just look awful, man. They just find stupid no, ways to lose the game. They look gritty. They they look like Gruden's 1998 team that he wants to be, but then... But that doesn't work in today's NFL. Well, the hard part is that the teams aren't conditioned for that. So, yeah. like, I kind of think that this team is going to start hitting, like, a groove and start rolling. Nah. But, um, like, I'm not saying they're going to win 10 games in a row. I'm saying that they're going to end up being, a, like, a close to 500 team. They're going to end up winning, like, seven games. Nah, I think they'll be 5-11. and 11. Um, or six and ten. I think that's what I predicted. Six and ten. I'm sticking to that. Uh, Colts Eagles. That was another close one. I mean, Wentz did look a little bit rusty. Colts defense didn't look too bad against this Eagles offense. But granted, they didn't have Jay Ajayi or Corey Clement or Darren. Or they had Corey Clement. Sorry, Darren Sproles. They didn't have Darren Sproles. Um, um and or but they were missing Alshon too. But the Colts defense didn't look bad, man. They look halfway decent now. Dude, that uh, that Marcus Hunt. He like he's a monster. I hadn't like I remember Marcus him Hunt? a little bit. No, Marcus. Marcus Hunt. Oh. He was uh on the Bengals and the uh, No, the guy they drafted looks like a monster. Um what's his name? Who are you talking about? The uh, on the Colts. On the Colts. Malik or not Malik Hooker, the, the, the guy they just drafted this year. Uh the linebacker? Darius Leonard? Darius Leonard? Uh Leonard. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Darius Leonard. But yeah, keep going, keep talking about Hunt. Okay, well, Hunt is the one who had, like, the mat, the tackles uh, in the backfield, that huge sack. Like, he's 6'8". He was the second-round pick by Cincinnati maybe in 2014, maybe 15. Marcus Hunt, that's the guy you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's a monster. Like, he was terrorizing. And, like, he just reminds me of, uh, like, kind of Justin Smith in that sense, where he's one of these guys that was uh, a high-end contributor in Cincinnati and then just kind of hit a wall and then tailed off becomes a free agent isn't really highly profiled or sought after and then uh he's going out there and making all these different plays um yeah but wait wait, were you talking about I'm talking about Darius Leonard the guy they took in the second round this year Okay. He uh he's a monster, dude. Yeah, yeah, look look at his numbers two, through three yeah, games. Yeah, he's he's forty. Sacks. Yeah. He has three sacks, forty-one tackles, and one forced fumble and one fumble. For some recovery. reason, I was thinking you were uh, now looking at the stat sheet that you were talking about Anthony Walker. 
That's oh. what I thought you were. No, no, no. Yeah, Leonard. Leonard mm-hmm. was a beast, and he had he had 18 tackles just just in that Redskins but game. But Walker, in week two. Uh, I want to do I mean, it on they... Walker too because like yeah. th- suddenly like Indianapolis looks like they're building out some solid defensive. Yeah, like, they just need pieces. to add Le'Veon Bell here, man. Ballard. They just need Le'Veon Bell. That's Ballard's never going to do that. He's never going to do that. Or they need an actual number two wide receiver, not Ryan Grant. I I strongly disagree. I think Ryan Grant is right. great. No, he's he's what a mediocre. He's a, he's a great route runner. He he was. I, any, I mean, as an NFL wide receiver, you better be a great route runner. I'm just saying, like he's not he's not talented enough to be a number two. I think he's a number three, but he's not talented enough to be a number two alongside Ty. I think they need a big play guy, and well, Ryan, that, Ryan Grant's like a possession guy. What what is Ty? Ty is a big play guy, but they need like a so bigger. Sorry, I mean sorry, a big bodied wide receiver. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. End zone a much threat. different. But yeah, that red zone threat. That guy also also doesn't necessarily have to be the number two. They can be a three. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be Ebron too in this offense. Yeah, um, they have the pieces for it. They so do, they do for sure. For they, sure, what they need, and to that point of like Le'Veon, they need, is they need, they need a playmaker. A, they need a playmaker, and in all in all honesty, the place that it's most obvious is at running back. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, Marlon Mack just has a hamstring that's never going to leave him alone. Yeah, like, like he, he's good, but... It's like a permanent just, hamstring injury for that guy. The best man. ability is availability. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, Titans-Jaguars, a really boring game. Uh, 9-6, almost like a baseball score there. Uh, pretty de- he- defensive-heavy game. Blake Bortles, look like Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake Bortles uh, regresses back to the mean. <laughs> there's a really weird game for the Titans. Gabbard got knocked out and Mariota had to come in. Yeah, it was just like Mariota looked hurt, so. and he looked I'm hurt. Not, Mariota was—I mean, he's not even gonna like hold it against him because he wasn't it, supposed to play. There's definitely—he's having some problems with that elbow, and it's not good. And he—he he might be out for—they might need to go find a quarterback. One big thing again is what the heck are you guys doing with Deion Lewis? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, we'll get see. that dude into space, man. Like, come on. Uh, Bengals Panthers here, Sean. Third Bengals Bengals looked all right. AJ Green got a little banged up. Andy Dalton threw some interceptions, but Cam Newton and the Panthers. McCaffrey looked fantastic. Yep. Uh, Funches like looked fantastic. Too. Yeah, the yeah. first time that I think that everything kind of clicked for Carolina. Yeah, and, and it's sad that they're heading into a bye after this week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, everything clicked for a little bit, and uh, I guess we got to go to the bye week now. I um, remember hitting on this before the season started that yeah, like I hate teams buys. with these early buys. Like, yeah. And this is one thing that I hate about the Redskins. Like Now they look like they're rolling in. The Redskins are going on by, too. Exactly, yeah. So I'm worried about that because these guys just hit a groove. Literally, both of them just hit a groove, and now they're going to take like 15 days off yeah it's terrible um let's see what we got here sean we got broncos ravens surprisingly the ravens look decent um i guess surprising only to me apparently uh <laughs> their defense is not bad not bad um i'm not ready to say that they're a true baltimore defense yet but baltimore is winning that division i don't know about that i i think it's gonna be the Bengals as it is as it stands the right Bengals. now the Bengals, yeah um the Steelers look okay but we'll get to them in a little bit but yeah I mean Ravens were all right they got some touchdowns Buck Allen looking pretty good and and it's looking like it's a t- gonna be a timeshare with Alex Collins now yep. doesn't doesn't He's look a, like Alex Collins is gonna be the primary number one and people who drafted him as a primary number one gonna be highly disappointed um I didn't draft him as a number one I was forced to play him as a one because of McKinnon's injury but I didn't subse- subsequently yeah. traded him and uh, and I'm doing all right now, but yeah, I mean Royce Freeman had a touchdown. Philip <laughs> Philip Lindsay got himself ejected from the game from punch for punching someone. Yeah, um, that was a, that was a little surprising. That, yeah, dude's I a guess scrapper. I missed what 
happened leading up to that because I think someone like fell on him or something and like he just responded like really, like it was like some some sort of like something happened to him after the play and he just didn't like it like I saw it and I can't recall exactly what happened to him but some someone like stepped on him or something and he just got up and started swinging like he was pissed so huh. <laughs> yeah um, Case Keenum doesn't look good for the Broncos maybe it's Chad Kelly I, time I think no I think the Broncos are just I think they're just gonna look better at home. And, yeah, that's fair. Else, that's where you struggle also, on the road. I think Baltimore is also going to be one of those teams that looks a lot better at home. And struggles what I'm on realizing. the road. Yeah. Uh, kind of, they're going to just have to tough it out on the road a lot. For sure. Um, but yeah, Buck Allen and uh, Collins. I I think it's a timeshare. Yeah, I think overall, like I would not want to own either of them in standard scoring. I would PPR, only really yeah. want to own uh, um, Allen in uh, PPR. PPR. Yep. Uh, next game, Sean, probably the most exciting game of the day and the highest scoring game of the of the day was Saints Falcons. Uh, Drew Brees put on a show. Calvin Ridley put on a show. Man, Calvin Ridley looks like looks like I know, pretty I was, good. I, I, was I mean, if he was I could see the Falcons trading Julio next year, man. If if Ridley's keeping up this pace, I know it's only like through three weeks, but if Ridley's like looking this good for the whole year, I think Julio might be out of Atlanta next year. I mean, we need to calm our shit because this is only. Yeah, one game that he's really done. And no, one, for sure, for and sure. Was, and he disappeared in like, the first game. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if if really like can look this like yeah, this is a great game for him. But I'm saying if he can look decent, Julio has no touchdowns by the way through three weeks. By the way, and he, Julio is trying to get max money. I'm just saying he has no touchdowns. There's defensive to three scheming weeks. involved in. Yeah, that. for sure. I mean, teams are targeting Julio and Sanu and really are getting open, but also, I don't know. I don't Saints think the Falcons are going to want to pay Julio the next Saints year. Defense approached the Falcon offense as Mohamed Sanu was a bigger threat than Calvin Ridley, which is a partial mistake, but yeah. it's justified because Ridley had yet to do anything. He didn't do anything in one game and he only partially showed up in a second. Yeah. I mean So with Devontae Freeman out too, like yeah. there's less Coleman was a little disappointing. Coleman was a little bit disappointing. Let's be again because that's exactly what the Saints did. Is they they tried to take away Julio and Coleman. A hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, Hooper had some good looks. Hooper looks so bad for a former first round pick. Yeah. Hooper end. looks terrible. Um, <laughs> he, he was targeted more than like people were like he's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He's nowhere near Travis Kelsey. Yeah. There, there's a lot of tight ends that I. I <laughs> yeah. Think and I mean, oh man, what him. a game from Drew Brees, Kamara, Michael Thomas. I mean, that Saints offense is just gonna be keep humming along, and it's. Yep. To be seen and they if get that... uh, Mark Ingram back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and and I think they're playing the Giants this this coming week, so they should look pretty good again. Uh, next game, the Battle of L.A., Chargers and Rams. Rams were pretty much in control of that game, no doubt about it. Mike Williams had some big hitters here. Uh, Jared Starting Goff. to emerge. Jared Mike Goff. Williams. Jared Goff. Yeah, uh, both of us were on that good. training yeah. for this week. Yeah, Jared Goff Dude, looked he looks well. like He looks like he has a faster... He looks like he's getting that ball out faster for yeah, sure. Like, yeah, it like it looks, looks like effortless. His arm is just more powerful. It looks effortless Maybe he's for him just now. More confident, but. Yeah, I mean, like he was making throws. I was watching that game, and he was just making throws. I was like, damn, it doesn't look like he put anything on that, and like it was going like forty yards. And you're like, damn, looks impressive, Goff. I mean, what can you say about that Rams offense? It's a juggernaut. It's it's pretty fantastic. Um, though they did get some injuries on defense, I think. Uh, Marcus Peters has some sort of calf strain or Achilles injury that's going to keep him out for a while. Akeem Talib also went out for a little bit. And so, I mean, there's two starting cornerbacks that are a little banged up, and I think they got some more injuries across that deep. So their defense is a little banged up, but, I mean, it doesn't matter when you have that kind of offense. 
Yeah. Um, and it's still and it's still a pretty serviceable defense, even yeah. even if those guys are banged up. The Rams with I mean Tully Peters and Whitworth now like out too like on a short week. No, no I'm it, really worried about the Rams. But actually. it goes in, but they go, but the Vikings go to L.A. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, but I mean after losing to the Bills. Well, I mean if anything, like that's more of a wake up call for them versus like another team that's already winning three and zero, yeah, limping that's into fair. the home yeah, game. That's fair. So. That's that's gonna be an interesting call now, like yeah. how that game's gonna end up going. Okay, uh, let's see, Sean. This was a pretty disappointing game. Bears Cardinals. Somehow the Cardinals found a way to lose this, and made somewhat of yeah, a they weird. Really, like Wilkes looks like a bad coach. Yeah, I mean, why? Why? Unless Bradford was hurt or something. I don't think Bradford was really hurt. He just decided to go with Josh Rosen in the last two minutes of the game. Like, dude, you could have made like that change was, at halftime. I feel like Wilkes was at home on Thursday night. Sitting there doing game planning, and then he saw Baker come in. And he's like, I gotta bring in Rosen. He's like, Oh my god, this is what their pick's doing? Oh my Darnold's already won a game. Yeah. Like Like panicking. He's totally gonna do all this. Uh, Yeah. And let's not forget, Mitch Trubisky looked horrendous in this game. (laughs) He made the Cardinals defense look like a top five defense, which is I don't know. It's it's a little concerning. Cardinals defense looked better this game. Yeah, I mean but Trubisky looked but Trubisky looked bad. He looked pretty horrendous and he was he was missing throws all over the field. He missed my boy Allen Robinson for a touchdown. I mean, I'm just saying like he missed Gabriel for a touchdown. He missed a lot of guys yeah. for touchdowns. There were, and, like, there were a lot of like, like disappointments. Yeah, um, and he was under throwing that ball like crazy. But also their the Cardinal defense was good at pressuring. Um, they got to the weak points of the Bears O line. They, in my opinion, they did their scouting work on Nagy because. All of Nagy's like main go-to plays, um, they were immediately recognized and bottled up. I saw the the Cardinal um, linebackers doing so many like calling the D line to do multiple different shifts and like gap shootings, and yep. I saw so many of those plays blow up in the Bears' backfield. Yeah. So, like, I think I think the Cardinals are starting to get the hang of their new coach, at, and he's a defensive guy, so like their defense should start turning around. Um, this is that's something I'm gonna kind of watch. Like I could see them as a streamable defense in the next couple of weeks, depending yeah, on. Yeah, I mean matchup. they're playing the Seahawks next week. So um, and I mean like a, hey, if, if Ro- Seahawks at home, that's yeah, not and they've a bad already matchup. announced that uh, um, Rosen's gonna start. Yeah. So you know they could they could turn their season around real quick. I'm not Possible. saying that they are. Possible. Yeah. But um, like there's there's some pieces there that need. Yeah. To, there's some talent that is untapped. Uh, the Bears, Khalil Mack is just Mack know, attack man. gonna become an MVP. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year with the Raiders. Yeah, uh, will I could, become I could, MVP he, with the Bears. Yeah, I mean, defend. If Trubisky depends. keeps playing so bad, and they yeah, win, like, and they somehow make it to 12, the playoffs. Eleven games. Yeah, imagine that's that. gonna be insane. Um, next game, Seahawks Cowboys. This was a game where Lockin made some big plays for the Seahawks. Overall, it was a pretty sloppy game, I would say. But well, it was it was pretty like it, until that. I thought this until, game was it was sloppy. from kickoff to end Seattle's game. Like, yeah, but it was like a sloppy game. Like there were a lot of mistakes on both sides. Like Wilson was sloppy. Wilson, I don't know what Wilson's does back there. Sometimes he's he's just running around, running around, running around, and like he just takes That's the what sack. He does. I know, but he like takes the sack a lot now because like people are getting to him. That line is terrible, and so I think he's feeling that pressure. And I don't think he can run around as much. He's just got to get the ball out a little bit quicker sometimes. Um. Uh, yeah. You're sometimes. Just, you're sometimes. Tell Russell Wilson to not be Russell Wilson. No, I'm not but... saying don't be Russell Wilson. I'm just saying. Hey man, your line is pretty bad. So sometimes maybe make the instead of running around, maybe maybe get that ball out before you take a hit in that like 
or hurts you more. That's all I'm saying. He can run around. I'm not saying not run yeah, around. You're but... just every Russell Wilson detractor right there. Yeah, for sure. But um, um, so and the Cowboys, on. the Cowboys look like they're missing Des Bryant, man. Like they're... I don't even think it's that. They just don't have. I think Dak is that bad. Like, Dak is bad. He, but he's... to be fair, Zeke did blow up. Like Zeke stepped out of bounds on that wheel route that he was running on the sideline. Or I think it was at least a wheel yeah, route. Zeke's distracted. Um, I mean, Zeke had a pretty overall decent game. He just messed up. Like, he just well, and then toe-tapped Garrett on the sideline. Like, handing him off the ball. I didn't go for that. Yeah, I, I don't know what Jason Garrett's doing. That dude needs to be fired. Um, but, yeah, Dak doesn't look like to be the answer. They may have to draft a quarterback next year. Um, or acquire Jameis Winston. Or Jameis Winston, who's available for trade. Um, yeah, that could work, but I think they're missing Dez, dude. They're, <laughs> their wide receivers look bad. <laughs> like Cole Beasley somehow turned into their number one wide receiver, <laughs> which mean, is Alan okay, Hines but... Is your number one is not a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next game, Sean, Lions-Patriots, absolute domination by the Lions defense of that Patriots offense. They look pretty horrendous. Um, I just didn't know what... I don't know what Belichick is doing, man. And, and it was, The fix was in, you know. Told you. Told, he, yeah. he loses to every single He's one. He's like, of his hey man, hey Patricia, I got you, man. I got you, Patricia. Go, yeah, go do your him thing. Look good. It's yeah. it's only September. He'll be fine. Yeah, I think Belichick can afford to lose a couple of games in Dece- um, September, but as just, long as he's not losing in December. A couple takeaways that I had um, in my personal notes were Carry on you know, Johnson. Carry on Johnson. New England looks really slow. Um, when I I kind of thought it would be easier than this because he is Rob Gronk. Um, but like if Rob Gronk is triple teamed, which the Lions started doing, uh, periodically, not every play, <laughs> but if they start triple teaming him, yeah, there's no other playmakers like Chris Hogan. I told everybody don't invest in him. He's only going to be good for potentially the first four weeks. And, and he then hasn't after been. that, and he hasn't even been good. And he this hasn't even week. done anything worthwhile. Yeah. So I, just and, think, and they brought in Josh Gordon, um, it sounds like they want they're going to use Josh Gordon kind of like they used Cooks last year and be the guy who takes things over the top and opens it up underneath for guys like Edelman and Hogan, but they don't have that right now because Gordon didn't play, and so it sounds like that's what they're hoping Gordon can do and maybe that will resolve their issues once Edelman comes back too and this offense will start clicking. But Brady hasn't looked good at all. No, and it might be time for Brady to retire. I mean, we say that every year in September, but then Brady comes out looking strong the next couple of months. So, I know. Wait three weeks. Yeah, we'll wait wait three more weeks, and then we can tell Brady to retire. Uh, next game here, Sean. Steelers, Bucks, Monday night game. Uh, quite good. Quite Yeah, decently good. I mean, Steelers were up for pretty pretty easily for a while. Fitzpatrick, no Fitzmagic for him. Fitz flop, and then yeah, the Fitz magic. Yeah, Fitz flop in there. But then, then, the but then he almost led that comeback. Then he almost led that comeback there. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it was a pretty pretty decent game and pretty good way to end week three. Uh, Steelers got that win. Did you see that stiff arm? By Vance McDonald? Yeah. Yeah, congratulations, Vance McDonald. You finally made a highlight play. Yeah, career highlight after six years in the league or something like that. Man, he's been horrendous. Uh, Yeah, he had a good game too, so. Godwin keeps producing. Godwin's looking good. Deshaun was a little disappointing. Um, Yeah, Sean, so, I mean, that was week three in a nutshell. Maybe Le'Veon Bell gets traded somewhere. Uh, the Steelers running backs did not look good in that game, but that's week three, man. Let's, uh, you want to go into our, he hate me segment and talk about fantasy players we hated this week. Yeah. There's a a good bunch that screwed me over. (laughs) All right, let's do it, Sean.
Um, my first guy, it's Kirk Cousins. I don't know what the hell happened to him. He lost two fumbles. He was like minus 15 points under his projection. The Bills rocked him, and it was pretty. It's pretty bad for Kirk Cousins. On that note, mine is uh, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, you can just you can just pick any player on the Vikings offense, yeah, and they're pretty much the from that. But I I think Diggs is legitimate. Like he has claim, in my opinion, to be the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, it's really disappointing when you can't like produce under some of these circumstances. I really want, um, I really want DeFalabello to really feature him. I really one thing that I think that they're kind of falling into this trap of is trying to spread the ball around too much rather than feature people on offense. In week one, I saw Minnesota feature Dalvin Cook and then feature Adam Thielen, and then they featured Kyle Rudolph, like trying to focus the offense, not just run plays and see where the what the defense gives you. Like they were trying to focus and run the offense that way. Um, and I think DiFilippo is kind of falling into that trap where he's just like, okay, just call these plays and find out what's what's – what's available, like what the defense is giving you. Yeah. And Cousins is, you know, going to say, yeah, that sounds good. Like he can do that. Yeah. But like the problem is that you can't do that when you're fumbling. Wise, like you're going to fall into this trap. And also it's about like getting your quarterback in a rhythm, getting your offense in a rhythm. Yeah, for sure. So I think that they kind of need to take a step back and go back to the drawing board with that. Maybe yeah, on a short week, they go back to the basics and yeah. uh, ramp it up against the banged up uh, secondary of the Rams and maybe uncock it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, my guy, other guy is Allen Robinson. Uh, no, and no part of his, no fault of his own. Uh, it's all Mitchell Trubisky, but he had a disappointing week, especially after Trubisky missed that touchdown connection with him. So, sorry, Allen Robinson. I didn't. I wish you were not in here. No blame to you, sir. It's all on no Mitchell blame. Trubisky. All on Mitchell Trubisky. No blame to Allen Robinson. But Allen Robinson is the perfect wide receiver, huh? Yeah, he should have been a Niner. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, who's, your, who's your next guy, Sean? Uh, next one is Kenyon Drake. Um, oh, yeah. He was bad. Well, Oof. like the he Raiders. He didn't get chance. The Raiders boxed up. Yeah. Like they were start. That's why a lot of these trick plays worked because like they had all these jet sweeps. They had all these outside runs. The Raiders were bo- in the eight-man box. They gambled on it, and then they did a good job, weirdly, of getting back up over the top. But then again, on like the trick plays – the good job for Adam Gase and the Dolphins recognizing this. Like, there was the Raiders were so close that then they were just bailing back so quickly that the Dolphins had no chance for coming back around. Yeah. And um, that in the end just like adds up a different way. Sure. So, yeah. I, we're going to see how um, maybe he'll Gase be keeps adjusting because it's like they've thrown the kitchen sink at everybody in the first three games. Yeah. But. Again, Tannehill's getting sharp, and if they're going 3-0 while he's getting sharp, I think that the Dolphins are in a prime potential playoff position. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. One of your many predictions may come true, Sean. Uh, let's see. Who else was here? Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Oof. I mean, Fitzpatrick threw for almost, I think he threw for 400 yards, and Deshaun only had 37 yards receiving on three catches, which is, like, pretty terrible. Uh, so put Deshaun Jackson in there. I do. I never. I never am, have been a Deshaun Jackson fan, and so I don't know why I decided that I'd try him out this week. You when, chose now. Huh? Yeah, I chose now. I was like, yeah, he's he's on a hot streak. Uh, I did leave Mike Williams on the bench for Deshaun Jackson and Landry on the bench for Deshaun Jackson. Playing either one of those guys would have netted me the win this week. So Deshaun Jackson, I hate you. I always have. 
always will. I'm going to probably drop you this week. On note of uh, speedy wide receivers underwhelming, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, really kind of surprised like when you tell me that they scored 38 points that Tyreek Hill was like had, nothing. Had like 50 yards yeah. total. Yeah, and that was on one catch alone. Yeah. That's so, that one where he jumped uh, up. He had two catches for 51 yards, it looks yeah. like. But one catch is like for like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. kind of surprising on that point. Um, I do think the 49ers defense actually stepped up a little bit, but and just kind of, you know, we're like, Especially, okay, we're I just mean, not gonna let I mean, in that second Tyreek half, the Chiefs were like, eh, we're kind of done here, and yeah, we're just gonna, you know, run that, run this game out and let let it go that way. And the Niners, yeah, but I mean, I mean Tyreek's still gonna be an every week player. It's kind of weird that he's the one that was the dud play this week, but yeah, you're still gonna, sure. you're, you should never bench him. Um, keep yeah. rolling out with him. Yeah. Um, let's see who else we got here, Sean. Uh, man, I got two guys. I can't decide between which one disappointed more. I guess, I guess Chris Thompson disappointed me more. Oh. Yeah, and that's probably one of your guys too. I yeah. Imagine. Uh, Chris Thompson. Yeah. I especially like as the Redskin offense was going uh, going out there. Um, I mean, yeah. I think it's because the Redskins jumped to a big lead and then they were just they like, just wanted to run the ball. Yeah, AP. Yeah. We didn't we didn't need to use Chris Thompson as much, but. Still, Thompson wasn't even involved early, so that was a little disappointing. I think he got like maybe one fantasy point. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Um, one of my last ones. Yeah. Um, Hit me. It's not the hugest disappointment, but it did go under projection. Was uh, Connor? Um, James Connor. Yeah, I was like, thinking about that guy. A, a lot of people were kind of saying, "Oh, you know, the Bucks. They're they're on the Bucks hype train." Um, and I get it. Um, I, I kind of was falling for it a little bit too. And also like I hated North teams going down to South Florida and like yeah. the massive heat and humidity. For sure. But um, Connor looked pretty solid, but the Buccaneers just completely wanted to bottle up the running game, which led to some bigger plays from Juju and from Vance McDonald downfield. Uh, uh, I mean, AB, they gave up everything to Vance McDonald. AB looked like he was not on uh, on his game. Um, yeah, outside of that one touchdown pass, it was, he didn't look that great. He like... There were a couple times where Big Ben threw and like Antonio Brown ran a different way or he didn't look back for a back shoulder or This is like, exactly why I traded Antonio Brown. Yeah, but I, they'll they'll come around on that. It'll be We'll fun. see. We'll see. Um all right, Sean, I don't think I have any more. You have any more? Uh, there's plenty There's of so many more, but, but those are the ones that those are the main hit guys. Me a few places. Yeah, for sure. All right, Sean, let's uh let's talk through how you did against the spread here. Against the spread time, this uh, was I'm very much a roller coaster ride. So week one, <laughs> I went four and one. Week two, I went one and four. Week three, I took the Colts plus six and a half. So that hit. Ouch. Um. So that went. So that was good. That, no ouch. Um, oh, you you took the Colts. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Saints plus three. That hit. That hit, yeah. Uh, Ravens so far, minus so five and a half. That hit. That hit. Yeah, so far so good. Panthers minus three. That hit. So that's four. That's four. Can I go perfect? No, you cannot because you went Jimmy with Garrett. your heart. You yeah. went with your heart. And I should have gone with my head, and I just talked about it last week where I was like, I'm going to go with the Dolphins again. And I chose not to go with the Dolphins. <laughs> and the Dolphins could have gotten me a perfect five wait, and, and a card. So, wait, so what was the spread on that Chiefs-Niners game? Six and a half? Yeah. 
and like that was so hard you took to pass the Niners. Up. Yeah, so that was hard to pass up. Like the 49ers I mean, if live by if, lose if, by less than a touchdown. If the refs didn't make that BS pass interference call. Yeah, very much so. You like, could have won this possible. one, actually. Yeah, I try not to think of it that way. That was a touchdown. No, I know, but and I, it's I try 30, not to think of it. And it's 38-34. Yeah, I try not to think of that. I'm just saying, that's 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 I a... Know. I mean, but that was such a bad call. Yeah. That was that's such a bad bites, call. Yeah. That was such a bad call. I, that's where I was really hurting from that. The But um, in, in all honesty, like the kind of certain... I, I think the Niners would have covered if Jimmy didn't get hurt. Yeah, I, I don't know I if they would have won, that. but they would have covered. They yeah, I, I, I think agree. they would have lost 38 And that was exactly like the kind of thing that I was thinking. Is like the 49ers are going to lose like 35, 30, or 34, 31, or 35. Yeah, 31, they'll lose by like 46 points. Yeah, exactly. They cover the spread. Um, the Panthers won. Um, the only thing that was kind of holding me up about that was the weather. But I still, just because the injury report that kept coming out on the Bengals, I was I just was like, no, I'm, I, I'm all on the Panthers train right yeah, now. Yeah, like, I really I hope AJ Green doesn't miss time. Yeah, and then of course the injuries in the game. Um, Ravens. I heard some stats about their um, home. home record, yeah. and I I finally understood why they were finally favored by five and a half when I thought this should have been like a three three and a half favorite game. And you, you ironically, Sean, if you had taken the Dolphins instead of the Niners, you would have gone five and zero. Oh. I know. I know. Oh. Um, Saints plus three. Uh, that was probably the one pick when I looked at the entire card of the week that I was, yep, that is uh, one of yeah, my five choices. For sure. Um, that one hit pretty well. That was a great game. Um, really exciting all around. Almost exactly as I would have expected it. I I was saying mm-hmm. like high 30s to mid 30s. Yeah. So um, no real surprises on that side. Yep. And then Colts plus six and a half. That game went almost exactly as I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Wentz rusty. Uh, luck looking okay. Uh, surprise! I I thought the Colts defense may surprise a little bit. I didn't. I'm honestly shocked They're at looking how good. much it They're how good, good it really yeah. looked. Yeah. Um. There's something that I'm gonna have to keep an eye on, just in the sense of like what type of ways and they're looking to play better and just like the types of schemes that they're trying to ex- um, execute now now that they have a new coaching staff i think that they're going to struggle or i think that uh vegas is going to struggle setting spreads against them because they've been kind of back and forth already this year and andrew luck is such a wild card and traditionally their defense is awful but they look decent so uh well i'm going to keep an eye on them the saints are a team i think i'm and the panthers are two teams that i think i'm going to really start riding here um and the ravens well panthers have a week four bye so you can't ride them week four no exactly (laughs) but that's the whole thing is like you got to kind of watch these teams and always pay attention to them because it seems like they're not setting odds like they're always kind of betting against them in a way um so ravens saints panthers are and colts are some teams that i'm really going to be focusing on for a lot of the year for sure all right well sean you had a pretty you had yourself a pretty decent week there um that was week three Niner season is over. I think I we... Uh, it's not even October. I think we end with a moment of silence for Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Jimmy G, get better. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Sully vs. Sean. Uh, hit us up on Facebook at Sully vs. Sean sports page. You can always email us at Sully vs. Sean at yahoo.com. And uh, as always, free Amir Abdullah from the Lions. No, I don't no, know. I don't even care. I, I don't want him to come to the Niners anymore just because we have no hope. But hopefully, Amir Abdullah, you find a home that treats you well and with respect because the Lions are moving on from you, man. They got Carry On Johnson, but free Amir Abdullah. Uh, Jimmy G, please come back. We miss you. We love you. Get in a time machine. 
yeah, uh, please go back and uh, tell yourself not to do that, not to run in inbounds and stretch yourself out like that. Um, anything else you want to add here, Sean? Rest in peace, 49er 2018 season. All right, Sean. We'll end on that somber note. Peace. See ya.